Hey, good morning. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. It is Monday, uh, late Monday morning. And I tell you what, gold uh, having a morning, unfortunately, down deep in the red, closing into that $1,700 mark once again. We'll see how the rest of the day unfolds here in precious metals. Uh, but besides that point, we're happy to welcome in the CEO of Corvus Gold today for a little bit of a corporate update, uh, Jeff Pontius. Uh, Jeff, it um, this is a follow-up from the recent drill results that you put out from the Motherlode deposit uh, about midweek last week. Uh, really long widths here. Uh, you you went you went deep and you actually you covered some ground in these few holes. Yeah, it's uh, you know uh, it's it's actually more you know uh, continues to reinforce that d- new deeper zone we have we call CIZ. Uh, this is a big oxide zone that we have underneath the deposit uh, that we originally um, discovered uh, a couple of years ago. And, and it continues to outline these uh, intrusive related zones with higher grades. Uh, you know, some of those definitely look like they'll be able to, we'll be able to chase those out the bottom of a pit. Uh, but this is this is good news. It's going to add to our resource update. We anticipate being able to to have that resource out in uh, probably early September, and uh, and that should be a good addition to Motherload and uh, and add quite a few ounces to the mine plan there. Uh, so that's you know it's it's all great news. We've got a you know another uh, I think six or seven of these deep holes to really get our arms around this next resource update. And uh, all of it looks like we'll be able to pull it out of a pit. So that's really good for us. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, we're pretty excited about how Motherload continues to just keep giving for us here. And uh, and it's kind of unique. Uh, you know, we have the, the Linda Strip uh, discovery north of Motherload, a couple kilometers north. And, uh, you know, we're seeing stuff in these deeper holes uh, in Motherload that looks very similar to some of the deep oxide we're seeing at uh, Linda Strip. And it may represent a different type of uh, gold mineralization that could be very, um, you know, it could be uh, very broad and it could represent a huge new exploration environment for us to look in from that part of the belt that we see uh, that goes from Motherload basically to north to the silicon discovery that Anglo Gold has. So so we're starting to get a glimpse of what is an evolving new sort of zone of gold mineralization. It's deeper, it's hotter. And everywhere we've drilled it is pretty deeply oxidized, and we think that might be part of the original gold depositional system. It's stuff that we call hypogene oxidation. It actually oxidizes the rock when the when the gold is being deposited. Mm. So, so it's all really cool stuff as a geologist and, uh, and uh, certainly outlines a huge potential for this part of the district, I think. Yeah, I do. I did want to ask you about the geology of it, actually, because it is quite interesting. I mean, the, the, this main hole that you reported, hole 162, CT. Yeah. I mean, uh, that that those intercepts covered almost close to 200 meters downhole. So yeah. that's a deep. That's a yeah. pretty deep hole, especially when I believe that's one of the deepest you've had here at Motherlode. Yes. Uh, but you're talking about a pretty deep oxidized gold system that you're finding here. And so, you know, c- could you give us a little story in time about how yeah. this deep mineralization became oxidized? Because usually we're 
you know, for us, uh, you know, people who play the market are used to finding this oxidation yeah. closer to surface. Right. And and this is a unique environment. When the deposit was formed at Motherload, uh, we had a big gold system and uh, we assumed that gold system was a sulfide system. Now, the upper part of that was uh, blinded off from the surface with a clay layer in the volcanic rocks. And that preserved that, that sulfide zone. Uh, then we go through a contact into lower carbonate rocks that are similar to the stuff that uh, the main ore deposits are in, say, the Carlin trend. And then and along that contact, there was a lot of open space formed during the mineralizing event. It created what we call a jasperoidal breccia. And so that translated surface water that then came down and oxidized uh, the, the mineralization down below that contact. Now, our feeling was that uh, that, that oxidation, all of it that we saw at Motherlode, because it goes, as you say, quite deep. We're talking 500 meters, 600 meters deep here. Uh, and so, but we now are seeing indications that suggest that that oxidation may have been primary with the original deposition of the rock. And so, uh, that would oxidize a big plume of mineralization. And this may uh, be outlining a, a later event that came in after the original mother load deposit was formed. Because similar mineralogy, uh, you know, high temperature clays and uh, in an environment that looks like it's acidic, you know, from our standpoint. And, uh, and that is very similar to some of the deep oxidation we see at Linda Strip. So Linda Strip has got oxidation down to 500 plus meters. So does Motherload. Uh, you know, we'll see what uh, Anglo actually uh, has up at Silicon. But, you know, that, that may be very similar to some of the stuff we see at Silicon or that they're finding at Silicon. So this could be a big belt, six kilometers long, maybe seven kilometers long. And, uh, and it could have this multiple gold deposition systems in it and a big component of that could be this deep oxidation uh, that would be awesome for mining because we can heap leach it our uh, cyanide shake leach tests and and some of the other indicator tests that we do to see if we can heap leach this material have come back quite good in the 90s so it's uh, 90 percent recovery so it, it looks like a very favorable product for heap leaching which is the lowest cost way we can extract gold from the rock. Yeah. Uh, I do want to follow up with this whole 161. It was also another deep hole. Mm -hmm. It didn't go as deep as 162 CT did just because you actually uh, lost it about 340 meters uh, down hole, right. but that ended in mineralization. You know, uh, you know. Unfortunately, like I get, you know, this isn't the first time Corvus has lost a hole yeah. that deep. It's yeah. happened the last couple, a couple times the last year or two. Yeah, I know, and and its drilling conditions are bad. You you drill down there when you're in these highly mineralized areas. Usually, it's bad drilling because you've had so much alteration. You've created uh, you know clays and and other issues in the in the hole that make it very difficult to drill. Uh, so, uh, you know, we did, unfortunately, that hole had to be terminated early uh, because we got the, the, the drill rod stuck in there and, uh, 
and uh, couldn't progress the hole. So, but that hole was in the upper part of the system that we hit in 162 and uh, looked like it was going to be a great intercept there. We're going to come back in. We're going to drill another hole nearby that one so we can continue it all the way down and, and basically get another uh, shot at it in that in that particular location. So so yeah, we'll we'll get that one uh, sorted out. But unfortunately, you know, <laughs> you you don't you aren't able to complete all the holes usually when you're in a mineral system. It's very difficult drilling. So uh, that's 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 good news though for us really. Yeah yeah. Okay. Uh, let let's let's move ahead and talk about kind of the timing and plan for this updated resource estimate for motherload yeah. uh, based on the drilling. Uh, you have completed recently. Plus, there's um, you. You mentioned there are some uh, some drill results still pending, and you have a couple drill some uh, some drilling planned that's being pre-colored as well. This is kind of just moving basically north and south from where you these two results were that you reported last week. Uh, so, talk about what we have left, what's planning on drilling, and then how that falls into the timing of the resource estimate. Yeah, we have, uh, uh, you know, we have to create a certain density of data to, to actually calculate a resource. Uh, and so that's what we're doing now with the drilling. We're, we're getting those holes into the model where we need to get them so that we can estimate the amount of gold in this new zone at depth. We should be completed with that work at Motherload for this phase uh, for at, you know, I, I'm assuming we can get that done by June. Uh, that that looks uh, achievable for us. That gives us a couple months to actually take the data, get all the results back, model them up, create a new uh, resource model, and then we'll be able to publish a resource. Right now, the timing for that looks to be early September. So uh, I, I don't see any impediment for us getting that done. We'll also be doing at the same time an initial resource at Linda Strip. So mm. we have additional drilling going on at Linda Strip. Uh, as you know, that's a, like a 120 meter wide zone that we have, but a very uh, uh, consistent and high quality deposit that we have on that strip. And what we need to do is estimate uh, how many ounces are on our ground. So that's a, that's a, a process that's going to go on at the same time as Motherload. So we'll be in serious resource estimation mode here in July and August. And uh, we should have that that result out in September as well. So, uh, and, and that'll be really interesting because, you know, that's one slice through what looks like a very large deposit that extends onto Coors ground to the south and Anglo Gold's ground to the north. So, so that's an important uh, snapshot, I think, for people to look at on the, uh, on Linda Strip uh, to give them an idea what this deposit's like, uh, because we do we are going to be able to give uh, the public a, a, a snapshot of that in September. Oh, that's going to be somewhat of a challenge putting in a resource on Linda Strip, given it's not very wide. Yeah, well, we're what we're doing is uh, you know we collect all the data and then we just estimate the amount of gold on our ground. Sure. And uh, you know we we've seen a lot of results from uh, Coor to the south, so. We kind of have an idea of where where things are going down on that southern extension of the deposit. Uh, Anglo hasn't released any results to the north, but you know, uh, basically we see their drill pattern, which is usually suggestive of what they're chasing. And so we we can make a an interesting, uh, I think, uh, estimate of what 
what the thing might be. Okay. All right. Uh, Jeff, I appreciate your time. Uh, you know, this was just meant to be a quick update from last week's drill results. So, right. so I think we got that accomplished today. Uh, so I'll let you back to your day. I know there's lots to do. <laughs> and uh, thank you for your time. All right. Thanks. That's Jeff. Good talking to you. Jeff Pontius from Corvus Gold. They trade on the TSX and the NASDAQ with the symbol KOR. They are a sponsor of Mining Stock Daily, and I am also a shareholder. Have a great day, everybody. Goodbye. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.